from Tanked Up here with Nick and with SciTech Games yes. and we're going to be talking about Windlands. That's right. And it is a game for the PSVR. That's right. Yes, VR headset, uh, PSVR game. We were originally on the Rift and the Vive uh, but we've now ported across. It's not even a port really, it's just another version uh, for the PSVR. We'll, we'll be out at the uh, launch window of that, that headset. Excellent. Um, I guess um, what do you want to just give a description of the game and then I'll talk about my experience? Yeah, yeah, so Windlands is effectively, it's, it's a big open world and you explore it using grappling hooks which you fire out, uh, directing it where you're looking and then you can swing through the world and explore it and um, the, the aim of the game is to sort of uncover the secrets of this sort of broken, shattered world where all the people have gone and collect these crystals that are hidden around that will open up new parts of the world uh, there's these other things to collect and things like that, but it's a very, very much an exploration of sort of the, the uh, thrill of swinging around. Some people describe it as like the closest you can get to being Spider-Man. I totally understand that. Uh, you have a grappling hook on either of your triggers, left hand, right hand, so you can kind of um, grapple, swing, go to the next thing, swing. It's got a lovely, um, I don't want to say cartoony aesthetic. How would I? How would you describe the aesthetic? It's um. It's pastels, it's... Yeah, um, I mean, it's cartoony in a way. There's certainly some cartoony effects. It's cartoony in the way that a game like Journey... Thank you, yeah. Something it, like that is cartoony. It's, it's certainly stylized. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's a, it's a sort of... Um, yeah, Journey is a really good good uh, word for it. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah, it was, it was super fun. Uh, the, you really do get the feeling of swinging through the air. I think you guys did a really great job with that. Um, I also enjoy how your jump is sort of slower than your average game because yes. it lets you calculate. Like you obviously thought about what it would mean to have to suddenly think, what am I going to swing to next? And yeah. if you were sort of falling or jumping off a thing and hoping you'll see a thing at regular pace, it would probably not work so well. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a playtesting thing to get the right speed of the motion, the swinging, the gravity. It's lower gravity than you would experience in real life. But it's also not, not like, it's not like our world, so maybe it's maybe it's the right gravity for where Fair it enough. is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, all of that sort of thing is uh, months and months and months of playtesting just to get the right right feel for everything. Really. So what, um, how long has it been out on PC, I guess? Oh, so we, we came out of the launch of the, the Vive and the Rift. I think we were actually on Steam slightly before um, the Vive launch. I can't remember the exact dates, but yeah, around about okay. those times. And we're now, we've been improving the game ever since those launches. Um, we've, been, we've been adding challenge levels and improving maps. And, and we've added features in terms of comfort modes for VR and um, difficulty levels. We've introduced those. Uh, for people who maybe prefer an easier, you can you can in the easiest version you can grapple onto any surface. Oh, I was just going to ask. Yeah, and then you've got the the normal mode, which is only for trees. You can only grab onto the trees, which is effectively how the game was originally. And then you've got a hard mode, where there's less grappling points. Like the sort of the, like the so um, the the normal mode is what I played, and literally yes. a leafy surfaces is what you can grapple yeah. on. Yeah. 
And so that's what I, what I meant about calculation is as you're swinging through, you have to look for the next leaking surface. That's right. And we did experiment with the idea of maybe wood as well. Maybe, you know, because you've got these spikes that you're firing out. Maybe it makes sense to grab hold of wood. Naturally, it's, it's one of those things where knowing knowing that you can only grab the trees creates, you can control the experience a bit more, make it more of a puzzle-solving thing. And that's part of the gameplay. It's not, it's not just, you know, you swing around the world. And there's actual challenge to some of the routes that you can take, and that's all about trying to get the right momentum and the right angles yeah. and hitting the right points. Um, and, and being able to control where those, those things are, making them visually very obvious, makes it a much more, you know, a better experience from that point of view. Um, yeah, I guess... Uh I, uh, I I was given an unlocked version of the game, and I just sort of puttered about. Uh, I didn't. Uh, in in fact, apparently I went backwards. You did go backwards at the start. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, to be honest, I, like I could tell there were paths, but in uh, the map that I was guided back to in the right <laughs> direction, I just had fun. Like I kept going to the middle because I sort of in my head I thought I could do a certain like my own. It's a bit like um, being on a bouldering wall. Yeah. It's, like playing a game of add-on yeah, and trying yeah. to like um, that let's try this move then this move then this move yeah. and then you sort of build the route like that Absolutely, I, I really yeah. it really reminded me of that because I could tell I was probably supposed to go to the left and up that ramp and I was like ah, there's a gate over there maybe I can yeah, just yeah. skip to it I think I could probably make that last swing I think the world's open enough so it's a bit of it's kind of you wouldn't call it an open world but it's open enough that there are no like set routes there is not like one route to the goal yeah. as such even if you can say that's the goal of the game but, like the experience of the game of just finding your way around this space is meant to be like give you that freedom to take a, a few routes and there are a few there are a couple of routes that like take yeah. you around into essentially a blind alley where you can't you're like oh I, I'm not really meant to be here but maybe you see a new angle on something else while you're there and it's definitely kind of yeah designed in such a way to, to give you that freedom yeah like the, I, the experience of just having fun and swinging is kind of half the fun I think yeah like I said I and, and sort of seeing something I thought I could do with the little I figured out with the mechanics of the game yeah um, was it was intriguing enough that I was happy like with that as like as the gameplay and there's all this other stuff yeah um, what um, what was I going to say. Oh, yeah, I guess I, I had, we talked about this off-air, but um, there are, when I played, the left stick was move like regular, and the yep. right stick obviously doesn't look around because you have VR, but yeah. it, it is sort of body turning. Yes. And it, the way I played it was, I'm guessing, 50, what, like 30 degree shifts? Uh, I think, yeah, something like that is either... 45 or 30 yeah. or, or something like that. Whatever adds up to a yeah. full 360 eventually. Some, yeah. Some angle like that. Pretty sure 45 though, yeah. Actually, that would make sense because I think two got me that's a right, full that's turn. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a full, like a left. Yeah. Look left. Um, and I, w I sort of uh, intimated that it felt like the, the jagged sort of shifts felt sure. weird. Yeah. Uh, and But uh, apparently people will prefer that? Yeah, so there's different ways to, to effectively navigate the world. VR is... It's one of those things you literally you can't literally jump 50 foot and swing around a real you might not be able to, so. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great if you could um but even from the point of view of walking around you a lot of people are limited to the amount of space and when you play on rift with a gamepad or on on playstation vr with gamepad you're effectively limited to that 180 degrees in front of you yeah you can turn around but it's it's less 
accurate. You really want to be facing forward. And yeah, and also, um, if you are turning like normal and you happen to turn in the same direction more than 360 degrees, you're now just tangled in the yes. table. Yeah. <laughs> so to, it kind of makes sense, and especially with those sort of things, sitting down is how a lot of people are going to play these things. So you still have to turn. Yeah. You still have to be able to turn back the way you came. And so turning is required. So there are two ways to do that. You either... Well, three ways if you're going to physically turn around. But as we say, there are problems. But it, yeah, you can you can either do a smooth turn like you would expect um, in a, in a first-person shooter. The problem with that, some people can experience discomfort with that sort of smooth turning. And that's sort of like a vertigo-like, I'm moving but not moving? Is yeah, that well, it's a feeling. Your body can see, your eyes see that you're turning to your left or to your right but your body's not feeling it you would usually feel in your inner ear you would right. feel that movement because you're not um it's a vestibulary system gets confused and that can cause you discomfort and effectively um some people are fine with that i know i'm not i know i feel discomfort when i do that so there is a thing called comfort turning which is effectively instead of turning you smoothly yeah. it, it skips you 45 degrees and that can sometimes, when you're not used to it, that can be weird. Yeah, and which is what I immediately thought, but I, I didn't experience what it might be like to yeah. turn sort of thing. And it's when you've experienced that and you're like, actually, that's not very comfortable, <laughs> and you get back to and you can do the, the sort of comfort mode, um, you suddenly realize, oh, no, this is fine, because I'm not doing it. Like, I can look around with my head. If I want to look around, you know, I don't actually have to turn. It's if I want to physically move 90 degrees to my right, and go off in that direction. It's just a way of quickly yeah. moving to that and carrying on. So and rather I, than a rather than an actual way of yeah looking around, it becomes a way of you know exploring the world. It becomes the best way of doing so for a lot of people. And uh, to be honest, near the end, uh, I um, I clearly internalized those forty fives because yeah. it's like oh I want to turn like I literally just tapped the, the yeah. joystick twice and I was already sort of moving uh, <laughs> moving in in the forward, knowing that I would now suddenly be had taken a yeah. full right turn so uh, I think yeah I think it bothered me more in the beginning but it definitely it actually helped when I was getting frustrated with myself and respawned and yeah. wanted to get back to the same spot because I just like you said it's just really quick yeah like you say internalized I think is a great great word for it eventually it just sort of you don't notice it and it becomes just a very you know it makes everything more more comfortable and it's just an enjoyable ends up being part of the experience um, the other thing uh, I found difficult uh, uh, was knowing how long my grappling hook was. And, yes. Uh, I, I have to admit, it took me most of my play session <laughs> until I realized that the reticule <laughs> it turns white when it's when you can use it, uh, when yeah. you can reach something. Uh, and a couple times I I had done the, a long jump, yeah. and I made the hit, and yeah. then so I thought I could do it again, kept missing, and it yeah. didn't click that, oh, I literally can check, but like, <laughs> it's built into the game. Um, what I did find in the sort of Catholic tower level that, that I was in, that the reticule got masked by the sort of the coloring of those those towers, the sure. buildings. So if I was looking to jump on um, one of the leafy surfaces and my perspective was leafy surface and then mostly yeah, tower, yeah. I couldn't actually see whether... I, yeah, yeah, I think because... By the time you get to there in the game, I think at the, by that point you, you have a sort of natural sense of, of okay. how far you can go. Because that's the great thing about VR, you have depth. Yeah. And you, you, the motion and the depth and the stuff, you, you get to a point where you, you get a sense of, oh, I can actually reach that. 
And at this point, I don't actually notice the reticule at all. I just play it, and, and if I miss it, I know I've missed it because I've made a mistake, rather than it's a mistake with not being able to figure out how long oh, I Oh, I see what you're up. saying, yeah. And you get a sense of the momentum of your jump, and if I want to make a particular arc after that to reach hard to reach yeah. place, I know I, I've got to plan it like two moves before, and that kind of thing. Um, when, uh, when I was playing, I... Um didn't really know what was around the corner a couple of times, so yes. I wanted, I sort of stopped, right, and then realized that the only thing I could do was fall, sure, and then hopefully that gets momentum based on my new hook in the same place. Yeah, so that's the only way to get out of being sort of. I mean, if you lose all your momentum and you are grappled and hanging, yeah, is there no way out of that besides? There is a way. If you there, there are two. There's a, a another way of extending your. Your, your grappling yeah. rope and it's like an advanced way of playing and if you extend it down and then let go of the extended bounces you back up oh okay but you can also do that by literally letting go yeah which is dropping grabbing then... it and it'll bounce you back up and then you can start after a while you get used to these little techniques that help you move again if you do get in those positions but sometimes you just realize ah I've got it wrong I'm left hanging and I'll yeah. just respawn back to the last checkpoint and just have another run at it. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's uh, w what I was going to add is that I think it's a great idea having triangle literally mapped to respawn to your yeah. last checkpoint. Because I'm guessing if you're trying to do a specific route and you might not actually be like stuck, but you're like, oh, I want to do that again, yeah, I'll just yeah, start yeah. again. Especially because a lot of it is about momentum. It is about you've got to get like three or four hooks in a row to be able to keep the momentum up to get all the way. If you stop at any point, you just won't have enough. Yeah. So you just have to redo it to get the momentum. That's part of the part of the challenge and puzzle of getting around. Yeah, I, I think it's... Um, I overheard someone say the word portal um, right. behind me. And I, I, I actually like that because it, it's sort of a unique perspective, yeah. are, but a, a unique approach to the first-person mode um, and it's it's the whole game is tailored around the approach. Yeah. Like there, I mean, there's no plot in the sort of strong narrative sense. Yes. And, and I think that's great. I mean, uh, Portal had the jokes and whatever, but yeah. essentially it was here's a bunch of rooms with puzzles, and it feel it very much felt like that, except more like Portal One than Portal Two, because Portal Two was really fine that spot. Yes. And I like and yours, obviously, as you said, there's multiple routes. It's yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, Portal is very is discreet puzzles in each yeah. setup it's very finely crafted for each particular puzzle and very nice um, this does have that that angle it does does have a, a sort of the actual gameplay itself of moving around is a puzzle you know you yeah. do have to figure out the the way but it's it's a puzzle in in, in a very you know non-literal way it's, yeah. it's very much about getting the right momentum and figuring out is it that place when do I let go yeah it's it's, yeah. More, it's more dynamic in the yeah. puzzling feature I guess more of a challenge than the puzzle it's hard to yeah fair one enough. of those weird like crossover points yeah. but yeah um, quick technical question yes um, how different how hard is it to code for the three different platforms so it's really, we use Unity as oh, our okay. base engine and luckily with Unity, like the you you can literally export to the platform, and Unity deals with a lot of that stuff itself. Okay. But there are specifics for every platform. Unfortunately, yeah. you can't just flip a switch and be on that platform. Right. There are like a number of things, and we actually do have a dedicated PlayStation developer. 
okay. um, working on on that the the requirements for the PlayStation. But equally, you know, all the platforms, um, we we had to make certain optimizations to be able to run on PlayStation, and that was all to do with the geometry of the levels, make sure they're modelled and meshed together in a particular way. And the lighting, we've actually improved it to bake down all the lighting with really nice shadows and lighting. But that actually makes it lighter and run faster as well. Oh, so it looks better and run faster, and that's kind of required for the PlayStation as well. So that's the entire team working on that thing. And so right. there are there are challenges and things that definitely are required to go to PlayStation, but they're not. There's nothing that that kind of more challenging than making the rest of the game. Right. And there's certainly no Sony. Obviously, has, you know they they're very. Um, very uh, interested in ensuring everything for their platform is very well made and follows a very rigorous set of quality checks and that's great mm -hmm. I think that's very important um, to ensure that you have a smooth wonderful experience um, and that's an additional set of challenges but they're not bad challenges they're just yeah. like make sure your game is good enough and I don't think that's a bad thing no I think that's, that's it's better than green light yeah <laughs> so they're they all have idiosyncrasies Yes. Um, I, yes. I guess the biggest one would be right now the difference in controllers with motion. Sure. Um, do you guys plan on using the PlayStation Move controllers? We've we've got no current. We're not currently developing for the Move. I think what we'll do is we'll we'll release um, for the for the regular gamepad, which is how the game was originally designed uh, for gamepad. It was it was much later that motion controllers came in. Um, and and it just so happens. I mean, the touch controls, especially because they're effectively got gamepad controls on them. Yeah. It just gives you that addition of being able to point where you want to go, and that just uh, that's really good. That's a that's a very very nice way of playing. Um, so with the move controllers, I think what we'll have to do is is see how it goes and see if it m makes sense. If there's a way to map all the different controls, I don't think there's yet a move controller that has sticks. Uh, well, the, there might be the one second. Coming. I think one. there's some coming. So, so the move has, it has the the primary piece, which is the bulb yeah. and the thing, and then the secondary piece, which doesn't, it just has a gyro in it. It's the right, nav yeah, yeah, controller, yeah. and it has a stick, That's a right. trigger, and like the D-pad. Uh, sorry, LB, LB. Sure, sure, sure. Trigger sure. and a D-pad and a button. Yeah, yeah. So we we're in a, we're in a place where we just have to we, we're concentrating on the, the gamepad version. And once we've done that, we'll be assessing right. the move version. Um, I, I, I know this because when I had my DK2, um, I originally was playing with um, mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'm reasonable touch type, but if I slipped, it was pain, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Especially, uh, and I had. Um, through things like Vorpex and TriDev 3D and, and a couple of like hacked together ways of like making TriDev work at, on, on the Rift, not just as a 3D. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was playing Fear. Right. First Fear, which right. you should play in VR. <laughs> okay. it, it, it's good. Okay. The graphics are <laughs> fine, I think. Yeah, still. yeah, yeah. But um, I ended up uh, hooking up my nav controller, uh, mapping it as a DualShock. Okay. And Having the stick instead of, uh, instead of the mouse, yeah, uh, and so I was or instead of the keyboard, so I was yeah, walking yeah. with the, the stick, and I had my and I had my mouse, and that I think was a fantastic way to play yeah. uh, a shooter on uh, was sitting on PC. Like yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. they need to do more something. Like there's no, I guess that's what you could do with, um, especially with the the uh, Oculus. 
controllers, right? Yeah, yeah, and the Vive controllers as well, they work quite right. they're, they're touchpads. Yeah, it's like a Steam controller, it takes a lot of effort to get used to. It's a bit more to get used to with the touchpads, I mean, just from anything, I think. And, and uh, But they're still perfectly great way of playing. Yeah. And of course, if you don't get used to that, if you can't get used to the touchpads, even though it's really great to be able to point your hands where you yeah. want to go, that's amazing. Um, you can still play it on the gamepad right. on the Vive. It's, it's, yeah. Um, that's, uh, now we have to talk beer. Beer, okay. Do you like beer? Why? <laughs> I like some beer. Um, uh, do you drink a lot of craft beer, or are you I, more of... Well, if I do drink beer, I will try and try something a bit more interesting. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm more of a cider man myself, and uh, wine as well. Uh, but when I do like, yeah, sometimes I'll go for a beer, and I do like to try something a bit more interesting. What, uh, if, if you had to name drop a beer, what, what beer would you drop? Um, um, oh, Aspel. Aspel beer is very local to where I live. Oh, okay. Oh, the brewery. Aspel. Okay. Yeah, I've been to the, it's in Southwold, okay. it's a coastal town, and I've been there and um, seen their, their factory outlet shop, uh, so I can name drop them. They're local Excellent. to me, I should name drop yeah, them. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Oh, and, and in the town where I live, um, Barry St. Edmunds, Green King, they've got their Green brewery King. there. Okay. So, and they, they, they're like mafia in the town, they own, they own all the pubs. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, do you prefer your beers um, lighter or um, like hoppier? Like, do you like that I think, smack in the face? I think of lighter. Bitterness? I think lighter. I think I went to Germany, uh, not Germany, um, Austria. Nah, okay. I think. I'll edit so you don't have to say <laughs> <laughs> geography. Yeah, I, no, I went to Europe to, um, I'm trying to think, for Lent. Vienna. Vienna. I went Austria. to Vienna yeah. one New Year's and um, tried the beers they had there, and I think they're all quite light beers, aren't they? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, Germany tends to be more lagery as well. Yeah, yeah, and that was, there was a really great beer I had there. Can't think of the name of it. That's okay. It's a good beer. Um, if you like ciders, uh, I would look for a, um, a Hefeweizen or a, um, a, a wheat ale, like a Belgian or a German wheat ale. Okay. And they're sort of um, cloudy, yellow in texture. Okay. Uh, and they're just, they're, we just, the grain they use, and they, um, they go, go really well with citrus. Okay. So if you like squeeze orange or drop a slice of lemon. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. It, yeah. It's really refreshing on a hot day, and it, it, so it's that, in that same vibe. Uh, is, that vibe. Like, is that like a Corona type thing? No. No, because that, you put citrus in that. Uh, so you put a slice of lime in Corona, yeah, uh, because um, <laughs> it in tastes Mexico, so bad. In Mexico, the flies will try and get into your beer. Right. It turns out that's how that started. I get it. Having said that, I don't like I like Corona with lime more than I do without. Without, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a different sort of taste category. But same right. idea that the citrus is enhancing the flavor. I get it. I get but, it. But yeah, it's it's much. I think of all the, it's the closest beer, uh, that cider level. Lovers seem to like sure. what I know. So, yes, and especially because you can make it fruitier with like I, I prefer orange slices, so they're harder to find in pubs. Okay. But uh, a lot of wheat beers, um, they just it gets that sweetness as well as sort of yeah. the, the citrus and tart. But yeah, so that, that's my advice. Okay. Um, thanks for your time. No worries. Lovely. Great um, interview. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs>